Welcome to All Bodies on Bikes, the podcast, where all bodies are good bodies, all bikes are good bikes, and all rides should be celebrated. All Bodies on Bikes is a movement to create and foster a size-inclusive bike community. So join your hosts. I'm Maggie. And I'm Marley. As we explore the complexities of the biking world, help us break down barriers and create the world that we want to see. And don't forget that all bodies really means all bodies, not just larger bodies, but bodies of all sizes, ages, races, abilities, genders, sexualities, and beyond. Come along for the ride. Hello, and welcome back to the All Bodies on Bikes podcast. This is Marley Blonsky. I use she, her pronouns, and I am your host for today. And I'm really excited to introduce to you our guest for today's podcast. Christy Moan started riding gravel back in 2004 in Emporia, Kansas. She joked that there are three paved road rides and 300 gravel routes. Since then, Christy has worked as a race director for Unbound Gravel, the massively popular and massively hard but doable gravel race in Kansas, and on the 200 Women 200 Miles initiative at the race. Christy continues to work with Lifetime on off-road events, specifically leading the DEI initiatives and working to get more butts on bikes. She is also the co-host of Girls Gone Gravel, a podcast you all should check out, and is a partner in the Gravel House, a destination Airbnb in Patagonia, Arizona, that encourages people to get outside and off the beaten path. Christy believes adventures on two wheels are the best adventures and love to share that passion with all. Christy currently calls Emporia home alongside her husband, Tim. She's the proud mom to grown twins, Sydney and Mason, and is looking forward to some new adventures with their new pup, Mingus. Welcome to the episode, Christy. I think we're recording. Well, Hi, hello. Christy. Welcome, Hi, Marley. To, yeah. Welcome to the All Bodies on Bikes podcast. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Seriously. That's awesome. It, it's really fun. It's kind of like a role reversal because I've been on your podcast <laughs> a couple times. Um, yeah. Girls Gone Gravel. Um, and honestly, this could probably be a crossover episode because of what we're talking about. I know. Um, I'm but so excited. super, super stoked to have you on the podcast this week. Um, so I just did the introduction. So folks kind of have an idea. But what else? Tell us about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? Why are we having this conversation? I'm a Jack slash Jane of all trades, master of none. That's like quite literally who I am and what I do. Um, I like to find things that I'm passionate about and like latch onto those things. And usually they, usually they involve um, trying to make people's lives better. And, and that's something I'm pretty passionate about. I sell real estate, which I believe real estate is a great way to build personal wealth. So I, I love helping first-time homebuyers. So that's just kind of like my job that pays the bills, but there's pieces of it that definitely translate like that concept of like helping people find a way to enjoy bike riding and make bike riding um, something that they love to do. So I found a niche there and I love that. And, and obviously, you know, kind of started with um, really trying to get more women on bikes and now it's just grown into just like, I just want people on bikes. It's awesome. And I think that's why we get along because we really share that <laughs> conviction and that passion. And also just, I think you and I both, like you said, want to make people's lives better. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. Um, well, today we are specifically talking about Unbound Gravel. Um, the lottery is open. It's open through the 20th. Um, mm -hmm. But so you're currently the event director for Unbound Gravel. 
Yes. Um, tell us about your history well, with Unbound or yeah, let's back I'm up. I'm not technically the event director, but okay. um, Sorry. it's no, that's okay. I work on, um, on the, on the DEI initiatives basically. Gotcha. Um, so they've kind of moved me across different events, not just, not just, um, uh, Unbound, but, um, but that's my history with it has always been kind of, that's where I came from was like working with the team of four of us that were there before Lifetime bought the, bought the event and really have kind of just worked to elevate the experiences, make the start line more inclusive, um, expand what it's doing in the, not only our community, but in communities outside of Emporia. So that's kind of been my role with Lifetime. I love it. Um, in the in the intro, we mentioned the 200 Women of Gravel initiative, um, or 200 Women at the Start Line, I believe. Can you tell us a little bit about that? <laughs> it it kind of came out of just um, lots of conversations that we were having internally, and specifically, it was kind of Leland Danes and um, and myself that were really trying to figure out how to um, encourage more women to sign up. Like it it to me, it was it just seemed like kind of a no brainer. Like, why wouldn't you just sign up for an event that you're interested in? But what I really kind of grew to understand was that it can be intimidating and you needed, we needed to do something more specifically focused on them and, and a way to create an invitation to make sure that the space was welcoming and felt like a place that you'd want to be. And to know that when you showed up, there were other people there that were just kind of starting on this or trying to complete the same journey, the same goal. And so you weren't alone. You were there. You were there to kind of do this with other people that had the same ideas of of trying to get through a, a long day on the bike, a gnarly adventure. <laughs> so remind so, me that yeah. was specifically for the two hundred. The goal was to get two hundred yes. women to the start line of the two hundred mile race. Yes. Yep. And was it successful? Oh my god! Did it it work? was a huge success. It was a huge success. Like I think um, the team, the guys on the team thought it would take us three years to build that, that, uh, number of females at the start line. And it took three hours. So it was a huge success. And then what I really started to understand, I had a friend of mine say to me, um, after the second year of her doing the 200, um, do I have to keep doing the 200 or would you be upset if I did like the hundred or the 50? I'm like, no, it's supposed to be, it, it was an initiative that definitely was focused on the 200, but really what, what my real drive behind it was, was like, show up at the start line, like whatever distance fits in your life, whatever distance fits for you, just sign up and come and join because that's where, that's where the magic happens is at those start lines. And then, and then if you can, if you get through it, then you have another magic moment at the finish line. So it's pretty, it's, it's a pretty it can be a daunting task, but it's also a very rewarding one. And it's also very rewarding to stand there at the finish line and welcome people back in. So yeah, it's really fun. I always look forward to seeing you when I come across. <laughs> um, I guess for listeners who don't know, um, so I've ridden Unbound three times. Um, my first year in must have been 2021. I did the 50 mile and that was probably still my hardest day on the bike um, just because I really didn't know what I was getting into. And yeah. we're going to come back to that point. Um, and then for the last two years, I did the 100, um, which is absolutely wild for me to say. Um, I've never for years, I said, oh, I'll never ride a century. I don't need to. But once I did it, I was like, oh, I have the bug. I'm so glad like, you did. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, but I'm also really relieved this year to not be signing up for the hundred. Um, yeah. so 
let's talk about the program that we're doing. This um, is this is all you, babe. I'm just like along for the ride. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, with your support and your blessing, it always makes it a little bit easier um, and legitimate um, when an organization like Lifetime says, yeah, let's support this initiative. So um, I guess we beat around the bush a little bit, but this year at Unbound for the 25 and the 50 mile, we are doing a, I guess you'd call it a rider support program um, called Wheels of Welcome. And the idea was born out of my experience and I think other folks too, um, you know, getting to that start line of the 25 or the 50 um, and not necessarily being fully prepared. Um, Unbound is a unique beast. um, And if you're thinking about it, you need to read the gravel guide, but also don't let that intimidate you. But some of the unique things about Unbound, the course is unmarked. It is really dang remote out there. And Mm. the course is pretty unforgiving, even on that 25 and the 50 mile, um, which for those of us who have been in the game a long time, it's like, oh, yeah, 50 mile, that's just a Sunday ride. Um, But no, that is not the case at all. (laughs) (laughs) It's it can be intimidating for sure. It can be really intimidating. And my goal is to really lower that intimidation factor um, and just help folks be successful. Um, So I guess, you know, when I pitched this to you and the Lifetime team, I'm curious, what was the reaction? Um, You know, was there kind of an an understanding that this is a gap in um, the programming? I think it's the same sort of concept as the 200 women, 200 miles aspect, really. It's like we're, we're, we're reaching out and extending that invitation deeper. Um, And so, you know, from my perspective, it's like definitely one of the things that, that what we're here to do, it's lifetime is about a healthy way of life. And this is a, this is a way of, of, to help people get there. Um, And, you know, the journey, the, the bike race, the day of the event is just one part of the whole experience. It's, you know, learning to be self-sufficient. It's learning to um, understand nutrition, understand how your bike works, understand how, what your body can do and what your body's capable of. And I think that this is just kind of an expansion into that and making people, helping people understand that, that it, this is the first step and you're welcome. Like we want you here. Um, and so that to me is like this, this program was kind of filling a niche, you know, everybody knows about the lifetime grand prix. And so the, the pointy end of the race has gotten a lot more coverage over the last few years. And I'm really proud of our team and the fact that yes, those riders, those athletes definitely get on our social media, but there's also all these other stories that are being told. It sounds like the noise that comes out is about the pros because so much of the press picks that up. So in my mind's eye, it's part of our obligation to really elevate those other stories because they're the ones that don't necessarily get all of the views or the clicks or they're not the shiny, pretty ones, but in my opinion, they're the best ones. So I'm excited to see what stories come out of this, um, starting to tell about, um, new people to the bike, new people to unbound gravel, new people to Emporia, new people trying something that they didn't know if they could do or not. And that's, those are going to be magic. Yeah. Agreed. And I'm really, really excited. Um, so, I guess let's talk about the nuts and bolts of the program. Um, So basically everybody who enters the 25 and the 50 will be invited to join. Um, Mm -hmm. We're going to work some email magic on our end and it's a completely optional program. So maybe you're hearing this and like, nope, that's not really something I'm into. Although let's be honest, you're probably not listening to the podcast if you're not into what we're doing. But it is a completely optional program. And so basically, you know, the the lottery results get announced on the 25th. An email will be coming out shortly thereafter. 
informing folks of what's happening and inviting them. And so what the program actually is, we're going to do two webinars um, covering kind of all those things that you just talked about, Christy, mm -hmm. nutrition, hydration, how your bike works. And let's be honest, we're not going to get into the nitty gritty details of all sure. those, but we're going to give folks resources because preparing for an event like this is preparation. You have to do the work on your own side. Um, but what I found when I was starting out is I didn't even know what questions to ask. I didn't know what I didn't know. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about nutrition, hydration, routing. Um, we mentioned earlier, the course is unmarked. Um, and if you have never had to navigate your own way through a bike ride, that could be a surprise, but we're going to make sure you're prepared for that. Um, and then I think the other element is some community building. Um, sure. So there'll be some sort of an online community I'm trying to figure out right now, you know, does that live on Slack? Does that live on Facebook? Is there another platform? Um, so if anybody has any insight to that, um, but we want folks to know that when they get to Emporia, they have a community of folks that are having a similar experience to them. Um, and so then when we're on the ground in Emporia, we're going to do a shakeout ride. Um, and you guys know this. I love shakeout rides. I've done shakeout rides for years at all these events, but this will be specifically kind of catered toward those 25 and the 50 mile distances. Mm -hmm. um, so it'll be shorter. We'll pre I don't know if we'll preview the course. Don't quote me on anything because who knows what the course is going to look like. Um, well, I do, but <laughs> you do, but we don't know yet, uh, which we will, uh, but we'll figure out some sort of a shakeout route or yeah, shakeout route. And then uh, we'll do kind of a meet and greet happy hour. And so well, these I, folks, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I just was going to say, I think one cool thing here is like a, a few points, like one, invite your friends. Like if you're thinking about this and you've got somebody that you want to have join you, invite them to come, like sign up for the 2550, get your name in the lottery. And secondly, you're going to have access to some really great resources, like just being able to talk to Marley, being able to talk to myself. We've been there, done that. And we want to answer your questions and make you feel totally welcome in the space. So you know, you, this is, this isn't like Marley said, it's totally optional. You don't have to do it, but if you do it and you're questioning it, whatever we we've got your back. Yeah. And honestly, the reason we're doing this is because I have found such joy and accomplishment and community at these events. And I want more people to experience this. You know, I think, you know, Christy, like you mentioned, there is kind of a perception that, oh, it's just the pros that they care about. You know, they get all the media time. And when you look at the social media, that's like, it can be all you see, even though I don't think that's actually true. And events have gotten way better about this mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. Um, but I still think it can be really intimidating of, oh, my God, is this event actually for me? Um, and I would say, you know what? It's January now. Unbound is going to be June 1st. Um, if you can ride a bike, you can get yourself to the place where you could ride 25 miles. Mm -hmm. um, and I will say 25 miles of Emporia gravel is definitely more challenging, um, both in terms of terrain and the weather can play a factor, but you can get there. You can totally do it. This is very achievable for so many people. And so if you're on the fence, put your name into the lottery. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Um, well, um, I guess from your perspective, um, you know, as kind of, what is your title? I don't know. Okay. It's like I, DEI I like... and community. Like there's, I don't know what it is exactly. So. Okay. I'm just going to call you the queen um, as, as the queen of inclusion <laughs> efforts. queens of gravel. <laughs> well, yeah. The queen of inclusion efforts for, for lifetime. I don't know. Okay. I'm just deputizing you to these things. Um, what would success in this program look like to you? Um, I just, I want to see new faces. You know, I mean, I think that I'm, I'm excited about building some strategies and contents around like 
new cyclists it, and even, even new to unbound cyclists. Like, I think that's exciting because it's, it's a ridiculously special place that weekend um, from the all things gravel expo to, you know, just all of the community building events that are happening during that weekend. And, and that's even, I mean, I would even challenge you if you're still, if you're on the fence and you're like, I don't know if you can get here to just experience the weekend and do some of the group rides that's a great way to start too. Like, yeah, if, maybe if pick up a volunteer shift, pick up a volunteer shift. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, come join us for the, just join the festivities to just help yourself get familiar. Um, you know, and, and the other thing I'd point out too, is like, if you are stepping into this and you're scared of start lines, that's something that's intimidating to you. Find some other smaller events like near you between now and June one. And line up at those start lines and try those out like or or participate in group rides that are in your community, because I think that's one of the intimidating factors. I think a lot of times is that crowded start line that gets intimidating, but we're going to surround you like you're going to have a group to ride with. So you're going to have some people that you feel comfortable with for one. But for two, you know, it's another opportunity for you to kind of branch out and and try some stuff in your own community. There's so many gravel events back when we started Unbound in 2006, 2007, there weren't opportunities to do other start lines. Now it's like every weekend you can find a gravel event and seriously, near you. So you don't have to make a big trek to go check it out. So, yeah, I feel like every time I open up Instagram, there's a new, <laughs> account, you know, like, and I, I don't want to say gravel is jump the shark because I love, I love everything about gravel. I love, you know, the places that let me, lets me see and just the fun and the adventure mm -hmm. of it. So yeah, you are a hundred percent correct. Um, yeah, try out some local things and just get your feet wet with that. Um, can we also talk about the dorms really quickly? Sure. <laughs> um, so the basically Emporia State University, um, is literally half a mile up the road from Not the start even. line. Not even like, like four blocks, five yeah, blocks. It's so close. And I have had the pleasure of staying there the last three years. And it has literally become one of the things I look forward to most out of the year. Um, can you tell me about that partnership? How did that start? Well, uh, <laughs> it's, it was another one of my crazy ideas. Like we were running out of housing because the, we don't have a huge tourist population here, you know, other than a few weekends out of the year. And so we went, you know, we're lucky enough that college is out. So we went to talk to ESU several years ago. Like the very first year we did it, I was actually running checkpoint on like assigning rooms. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not any good at this. That's one thing I'm not good at. Um, but uh, what's cool about the dorm partnership, and a lot of people don't know this, is a portion of the proceeds from all of the athletes that stay there fund a scholarship for um uh, a student that we help award. So each year there's two or three students that pick up a scholarship based off of some of the proceeds of the athletes that stay at the dorm. So it's a really cool program. That's that we super started, cool. Yeah. We started yeah. several years ago and a lot of people don't know that there is a scholarship at attached to it, but um, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Plus it, it helps the university. It's a big revenue driver and we all know universities are um, it's really tight um, cash wise at universities. So and the other cool thing with it too is like they still do the food, correct? Do they you do have the food option. Yep. And they do a good job with the food. It's not just random like dorm food that you would think of. Like it includes a meal package and it's actually a fairly decent meal package. It's a really so. good meal package. Yeah. And so I, I think it's like I forget what days it is, but it covers the entire event. So when you when you opt into the dorms, it covers the entire 
event weekend for housing. Um, and then, like you said, the meal package. But my favorite part is just like the friends that I've made throughout the years. Mm -hmm. um, so my very first year there, um, Kenneth and Mitchell from Major Taylor, Kansas City. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not paying attention and they were hauling their luggage inside. And I was like, oh, I should have opened that door for you. And they were like, yeah, you should have. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Kenneth and Mitchell, 100%. That's amazing. And from then on, we've just kind of formed this friendship. And I now we've we've ridden together three years now at Unbound. We've ridden at Mid-South. We've ridden at Steamboat Gravel. And we don't plan it. But, you know, it's one of those things where my first year at Unbound, I came by myself. I didn't know anybody else that was going to be there. Um, and so staying in the dorms, let me make friends because um, it's one of those things where you walk into the dining hall and there's just big long tables and people chatting and everybody's kind of wearing their shirts from their home areas and you ask like hey can I join you guys and you just make these friendships um, and I have goosebumps because it's just it's a really unique and really special thing that I don't see happening at other races. Um, oh, good. Yeah. Well, I think that's, you know, uh, I mean, not good that it's not happening at other races, but like, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that that yeah. community building is happening, you know, that's yeah. how we have planned it. So it's good to know that it, it's, it works. Well, it's working so. and hopefully the wheels of welcome program will help kind of continue so to build that community. Um, can I ask you a couple more logistical questions about sure. the 25 I'll and 50? see if I can answer them. Yeah, yeah, totally. If not, um, <laughs> we will be putting an FAQ on my website where the wheels of welcome kind of info is living, but, um, what type of bikes are welcome at the 25 and the 50 mile? I would tell you that any bike's a gravel bike. So flat bar bike, mountain bike, um, you know, you do want to make sure that your tires have a little bit of, of heft to them, like some sidewall protection and whatnot. And, and a bike, a local bike shop should be able to help you. If you take, if you're wondering if your bike can make it, that's probably the biggest piece is the tires. Honestly. Um, I will say that the 25 mile course is tamer, so you can probably get away with a little bit, um, less maybe gravelly bike. I don't know the proper terminology there, but um, you still need to be aware that tires are probably your biggest, can be your biggest friend or your biggest enemy because lots of flat tires makes your day long and miserable. It um, does. So that would be the one key piece is that you want to make sure your bike can um, take tires that can handle Flint Hills gravel. Um, but other than that, I mean, you know, um, I think you can do pretty much. What about like adaptive e-bikes, tandems? Yeah. Are those welcome? Mm -hmm. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Um, so. and then as far as I saw this year, so the 50 mile is actually a race. Um, yes. tell us about that. Well, I mean, it's been, it was, it yeah. was a race. Yeah. It, the categories are all on the website, but, um, the, it was a race last year for the first time, um, because we were hearing from people that they wanted to race, but they didn't want to race the hundred mile. Um, so they wanted, so we, we turned it into a race, but you know, it's still also the experience that you want. So yeah if you're not into racing your bike and you're there for a ride, a group ride or, you know, and, and still have a big task, it's a, it's, it's totally fine to do it. However, you, however you want to approach it. Awesome. Um, and then just my last question is, I, and I think I already know the answer to this, but there will also be a non-binary category for the 25 yes. and the 50, right? Um, I think I know there is in the 50, I think the 25, it might just be open, open to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And that yeah. makes sense if we're not, you know, creating podiums and winners and all that jazz. Right. Um, but I guess the whole point of this, this line of questioning is this is an event for you. 
Um, there's no excuses. There's no excuses, old, <laughs> young, et cetera. Um, I, there, I mean, that being said, it is a financial burden for some folks. Yes, and we, yeah. we do recognize that. It is, a, yeah. it is a privilege to be able to go to these events. Um, yes. But if you're if you're looking at this and thinking, oh my God, I would love to do this so much, um, but it really, it, like the cost of entering the lottery would be a barrier, reach out to me. Um, we might have some options available. Um, not not a ton of them, but if that's really the only thing stopping you, please reach out. Uh, Marley at allbodiesonbikes.com and we will try and figure something out for you. Um, well, I think... This has been a really quick episode, but I actually like quick podcast episodes. Um, it's very specific. It is. It, it is yeah, very specific. We, yeah. Yeah. I just hope um, you feel welcome. That's the thing. It's exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. And so, Christy, can you remind folks where they go to find more information about Unbound, about the lottery, all the things? Unboundgravel.com. Cool. And you'll you'll literally see it pop up right there. It says enter lottery. But, you know, I'd encourage you to poke around a little bit, you know, yeah. read all the info. Um, they have all of the 2023 information up there. Um, and a lot of that will stay similar, especially like the gravel guide um, talking about how you need to think about this event. Um, and like we said at the beginning, everybody who registers for the 25 and the 50 will be invited to join this program. You don't need yep. to do anything special. Um, and we're obviously not going to force you to do something you don't want to do. <laughs> I've tried that with my kids. It never worked. <laughs> so, I've tried it with myself. I, it never I, works. Yeah. Right. Like I would also encourage people like check out YouTube. There's so many videos on yes. this event and, um, you know, there are some harrowing circumstances that can happen because we don't, we can't completely take mud out if mud is out there because we are riding on B roads, but um, you know, we'll, we'll help you be ready to attack that as well. If that yeah. happens, if that's the situation. So. Yeah. I think last year people got really upset about the mud and I think it might've, you know, scared some folks off, but I mean, I was able to ride successfully through it. Lots of yeah. other folks were able to, um, and we will give you strategies and techniques and mental games to get you through that. Um, but I don't think we're going to have that this year. I'm going to put it out there <laughs> to the world and at least on the 25 and the 50, it is going to be a beautiful, it's be breezy, perfect wind at your back the whole day. Maybe just the right amount of sun, an unseasonably cool 75 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I can't let you go without asking our two questions that we ask every guest. Okay. Um, so the first one is what is your perfect day outside look like? Ah, the Flint Hills. Like they're so beautiful. Um, but really just, I would just say it's like adventuring outdoors with friends, foot, bike, whatever it is, you know, even in a car, like I just like being outside and in the, in the wide open spaces. Yeah. Um, kind of a tangent on that. When I first came to Unbound, I did not know that Kansas had hills. Uh, <laughs> I kept hearing about the Flint Hills and I was like, what is this? And then you get out there and it really is stunningly beautiful. Stunning. It's really, it's incredibly beautiful. And so if you're hearing us think about, or and you're thinking Kansas, I really want to go ride my bike in Kansas. Yes. Yes, you do. It is beautiful. Um, and then my very last question for you is what do you wish more people asked you about? Hmm. What do I wish more people asked me about? Or that you got to talk about more? I obviously get to talk about bikes a lot. And... Gosh, that's a good question. I'm lucky that I get to talk about the things I love the most. Probably my kids, like getting to brag on the kids. Like a lot of people forget that I'm a mom of, you know, twins. And yeah, they're they're pretty amazing kids. And so. Mason actually works on the team with you, right? Mm -hmm. He does. Yeah. Mason works on the team with me 
at Lifetime and my daughter works on the team with me at Real Estate. Very So cool. it's really special that I get to work with both of my children um, on a regular basis and that they're better at it than me, which is really, <laughs> really fun to watch, Yeah. you know, their, um, you know, I never would have thought, but yeah. So. Honestly, that's kind of how I feel about All Bodies on Bikes with our chapters. Um, you know, I they're not my children, but sometimes it feels that way. And just watching the success of them, it it really does give you a sense of pride. So Yeah. even though I'm not a mom, I think I can relate. You can. Yeah. Well, Christy, this has been a really fun conversation. And I hope folks are excited and jazzed up and truly feel that they will have a spot for them. Um, you know, put your name in the lottery and we will help you have the most successful day possible for you. Whether Love that success it. looks like riding fast or just enjoying your day and finishing, we will help you get there. So thanks again, Christy. And Thanks, Marley. you guys should all check out the Girls Gone Gravel podcast as well. Please. So lots of really great gravel information there. I'll talk to you later. Bye. This is an All Bodies on Bikes podcast powered by Feisty Media. The show is produced by Maggie and Marley and edited by the team at Feisty Media. Thanks for listening.